0: Good morning. On this Wednesday morning, I'd like to welcome you to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been teaching for the past few days on intercession as part of one of the studies of the Golden Altar of incense as a shadow and a type of the believer's or the Christian's prayer life. We have taught on supplication, on intercession. We've taught on seeking God. We've taught on waiting on God. We've taught on prayer and fasting. Today, I'd like to take us into uh, the prayer of agreement or united prayer or the combination of both. And in this, we're going to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 18 and verse 19 and 20. And it says, Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And of course, there are 17 other verses that help explain that. But it's verse 19 and 20 that we're interested in, in the prayer of agreement. One of the purposes, one of the reasons of the believers joining together individually. We have our individual prayer life But corporately, together, we are a mighty force when we can come together or when we can select a time to pray together. And it says, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth, remember where the agreeing is done, it's here on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask. It's not asked by one person, but it's asked by both. It shall be done for them, not for one, but for them or for the number of people that are praying of my father, which is in heaven. So the prayer prayer is done on earth. The answer comes from heaven and it's for two or more people that agree upon this earth. The word of agree here that we're using is harmonious. That means there is a harmony. There is an accord accord uh they concur they they they're agreeing together or agreeing with, which is very important because many times what we assume is agreement is really not two people can pray together in one hope that something will happen, and the other believe that something will happen that was not a harmonious agreement that was actually disharmony because they're not going in the same direction. We find examples in the New Testament that we can use for this, and ultimately, at the end, it's all for the edifying of the body of Christ until we come to the maturity of that one perfect man. And we'll talk about that as soon as we can get to it. In the book of Acts, in chapter 4, in verse 23, we have an example of uh, united prayer and the effects that it can have, because it is Large by and large, the corporate body joining together in one accord. It says, And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said unto them. Verse 24. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord. They were in agreement. They were unanimously in one accord, one mind. They were thinking the same thing. It says, And said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth, and the sea and all that is in them is, who by the mouth of your servant David has said, Why do the heathen rage, and why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against His Christ, the anointed one. the kings of the earth stood up against Christ. It says, for of a truth against thy holy child, Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. Notice he lays out who was the guilty corp- who was the guilty party. Uh, Who was the ones or who were the ones that were involved in this? It says in verse 28, For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. But now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants. Notice their prayer, thy servants, that with all boldness they may speak thy word. There's that they again, more than one. And it says... By stretching forth your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, in verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. And it says in the book of Acts, in chapter uh, 1, verse 14, It says uh, right after Jesus had been taken up to heaven away from them. And these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in chapter 2, verse 21, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Notice, they, 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 they. All. Then it says in verse 2 and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Notice this is all corporate. In the book of uh, Acts, in chapter 12, verse 5, it says, Therefore Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. See, this is corporate prayer. This is powerful when everybody can agree on one thing to pray for. Jesus said in John 17, 11, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I am coming to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. So basically, Jesus was praying and asking God that they fulfill one purpose. And let's look at it in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 11, 12, and 13. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. He gave these for the purpose of the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Notice, the body of Christ until... We all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. When all the body of Christ around the world, through the work of the evangelists and the pastors and the prophets and the teachers and the uh, the apostles and all of this, come into that agreement, they can all begin to pray because the same measure with which christ walked upon the earth is the same measure of that perfect man the body of christ which god wants the body to come to so that we as representatives of jesus corporately around the world will be able to accomplish and do together what he did instead of as individuals wholly and completely united throughout the world for the cause of Christ. And it says in verse 14 that henceforth we be no more children that are tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the craftiness of the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in deceit. This is God's will and purpose for His body. That we, even though it's just two or three of us, but we reach a place where, through the work of the fivefold ministry, the whole body of Christ around the world begins to come into the unity of prayer. The place where we can agree that God's will be done. I'm not talking doctrinally, but I'm talking in prayer. And then when we can do that, we saw what the early church in its infancy could do. How much more the perfect mature man, the body of Christ, in the day when we can reach that place of maturity, how much more will the world be shaken by the power of God And they will see his true glory. And no one will have an excuse. No one will have an excuse for denying Jesus as the son of the living God. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance. And may he give you peace. In Jesus name. May these golden nuggets. Truly fill your heart, soul, and mind. For Jesus' sake, amen.